Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of the interactive podcast. I am your host Angela Racine. First of all, thank god that this podcast is not recorded with like a video because if you saw the state that I am in currently I think you would be scared of me. (laughs) So also before I get into that I can't really like laugh too much this podcast and if you sound my voice if you hear my voice and it sounds congested it's because I am on I think week three of congestion it is so bad today I've blown my nose maybe like 50 times this morning and it's not even 10 a.m I have the most disgusting cough like you know when it's just like I'm not even gonna give you guys the details because it's gross but I am absolutely disgusting so If you hear it in my voice or need to pause the podcast, just know it's because I'm dying. So (laughs) that is why. But yes, the physical state that I am in currently, I look like cotton candy right now. I'm wearing like these light pink sweatpants with my light purple um, strength crew neck, which is so freaking comfy. You can actually find it um, linked in my link tree in the description of the show notes. But so soft but yes I'm wearing pink and purple right now so I look like cotton candy I just got out of the shower so I have like rollers in my hair because I'm trying to like learn how to do my hair more I'm kind of like being bad at being a girl sometimes like I just learned in December about like actually using makeup now I'm kind of like in my hair era of like learning how to do my hair but I really don't know how so like Me and my roommates went to Ulta this week, or maybe it was last week, and I picked up some hair rollers there. So I really want to, like, try them out because whenever they use the hair rollers, the hair looks so good. And I think I'm using them wrong because they don't look right, but I don't know. When I take them out, I'll see how they turn out. But I'm also on top of my hair because I got a little haircut this week. It came out so good. She styled it so well. It was, like, so voluminous and swoopy it was exactly what I wanted so my hair is a little short right now I'm loving it but yeah I'm trying to style it (laughs) but I'm just looking like a mess right now but oh my goodness speaking of being bad at being a girl I had reordered the drunk elephant face moisturizer that I use I think it's like the um polypeptide cream that they have everyone uses it it has that like cool little pump inside the product I originally got it in store at Sephora and I ran out so I figured I didn't want to make all the um the drive all the way there because the nearest Sephora from where I am is like half an hour so I just decided to order it on Amazon and I made sure I got it from the drunk elephant storefront like the brand you know there was almost 3,000 reviews they were all positive you know for the most part and I had no question that it was going to be fake you know so I get it in the mail and I instantly knew like I instantly could tell because the packaging is like I'm looking at it right now it's like cardboard kind of but I felt like the packaging in the original was like smoother so I opened it up and I was like nope I can tell this is not it so I compared it with my empty container that I had kept and they just looked so different and the product felt nothing like the original product so I was like oh my god, I just got scammed, like, what is going on? So I had DM'd on Instagram the Drunk Elephant brand, and I sent them the links that I used, where I got it from, and they did confirm that it is a fake. Basically, I don't know, like, how this fully works, but I guess 
other sellers could post like under your brand's page so it's like you need to scroll down and like look at all the description and the details of the product and like I guess the specific seller's name has to be like a certain name for it to like be real and verified I don't know it didn't really make sense to me all I gathered from that is I'm never buying like products like that on Amazon again because now I just don't trust it and I know that that happens a lot with makeup as well so just be on the lookout when you're shopping on Amazon honestly I just feel like it's more worth it to make the drive and buy it in store so you know that it's real you don't want to be like consuming anything or putting anything on your face or body that like you don't know if it's regulated or not because there's already so many chemicals in the products that we buy and you don't want like unregulated chemicals being tossed in there too because that is just like that can't be good for us right so I was pretty annoyed about that but thankfully returning on Amazon is pretty easy um I think I'm just gonna drop it off at the UPS store after this honestly and then go and buy it in person so I guess I just caused like more trouble for myself by trying to cheat and buy it online but it is what it is Anyway, I have kind of a pretty long catch-up for you guys, so I hope y'all like catching up with me because I have a lot to talk about this week. Um, Before I get into my week, I just wanted to say that I got the absolute sweetest DM about my last podcast episode from a girl saying that it helped her so much and it honestly just meant the absolute world to me. Like, a lot of the times I can get I can forget that people actually listen to my podcast and although I don't have like thousands and thousands of listeners, I definitely do have people that do listen and I need to remind myself of that sometimes because sometimes like I just feel like I'm talking to myself and then just uploading it for no one to listen to but then when I get people reaching out saying they actually do listen and that like it impacted them in some way, oh my goodness, like it is just an undescribable feeling. I literally like got the dm while i was in ulta like checking out and i was getting all teary-eyed i was like no way did i just impact someone like this so it meant the world to me it reminds me that people do listen and do get something out of my podcasts so i appreciate it a lot and i hope that you guys keep listening i don't know it just makes me happy (laughs) so getting into last weekend last weekend was a lot for me I went out three times, like three times, and if you know me, I am someone who, like, I don't think besides spring break, I hadn't gone out since, like, the beginning of February, and right now it's April 8th, so, like, that was kind of a while for me. I'm I'm usually the type of person where, like, I'll go out once every other week. I don't really go out twice in a week anymore, so, um... It was kind of shocking that I went out three times, but let me just get into it. Obviously, if you guys follow basketball or March Madness or college sports or whatever, you know that it was March Madness, obviously in March. So that's basically like when all of the um, like basketball teams, I guess, in college. I, I hope I explain it right because I don't even fully understand, but I guess it's like this huge tournament to find out what college has like the number one men's basketball number one women's basketball it's like the whole national championship so it was a crazy weekend but on friday i went out to a party it was supposed to be a bar night i went with my roommate and my big and the pregame ended up just turning into the whole night 
so we all got together and then we got a ride to this little party and at first we were under the impression that it was just like a pregame and then we learned that it was like a full party it was like I think cowboy themed it was so cute like southern themed so everyone was like all dressed in like their cowboy boots and cowboy hats and all that stuff it was cute but we ended up just staying there the whole night we had so much fun this one guy that my big nose actually goes to my gym so I was like oh my god I know you so we were like hanging out a lot and it was a lot of fun so that was Friday Saturday I um was covering someone's shift so I closed the gym thankfully on Saturdays the gym closes at six so it's not bad at all and then I started getting ready for the basketball game because I think that was the semifinals, but they call it like the final four because then like the two teams play against each other whoever wins that's like the finals you know how it works so right after work I scurried right home and started getting ready for the game I went to the game with a bunch of friends and we won of course because I mean UConn basketball like basketball capital of the world you guys know we're we have the most national championship wins we got five in 25 years which is absolutely crazy I mean like UConn might not have too much to offer but we got basketball so it was so much fun seeing like everyone cheering everyone's just like mosh pitting and we were all storming the court the um it wasn't a home game obviously the game was in Houston so I mean I'm up in the northeast I was not in Houston but a ton of people from my school actually ended up going down to Houston for the weekends to watch the games live and I was so absolutely jealous my boyfriend went down with some of his friends and he was just having the best time in Texas I was so fucking jealous because I wanted to go so bad, but obviously I had to work and it would have been expensive anyway, so it is what it is. We just had this watch party at the um, pavilion here that we usually have the games in and they just had like on the big screens it airing and it was packed, like not a seat was like empty, you know, so it was so much fun. We all stormed the court, we all went outside, everyone was cheering, celebrating, and It was a little chaotic, but it was nothing compared to when we actually, like, won the whole thing. And I just got chills saying that because it was absolute anarchy, absolute chaos. I will get into it when I get to my Monday catch-up, but it was very crazy. So that was Saturday night. We had a great night. We didn't really go out after or anything. Some people were going to the bars, but we just laid low afterwards. Like I said, I think going out three times is enough like I did not have to rally that much so that was Saturday Sunday was so relaxing for me I actually didn't have to open on Sunday which was my first Sunday not opening in like god knows how long so I did pretty much absolutely nothing like I said my boyfriend was still in Houston so I couldn't hang with him everyone was doing their own thing the reason why I didn't have work is I was actually supposed to have this um, gym shoot in this little boutique gym that's like an hour or so away from me, but they ended up canceling it because they said they're getting renovations, so that wouldn't have worked out, but I just kept work off anyway, and it ended up working out in my favor because obviously I went out Saturday night, so I was not going to want to wake up early to go open the gym, but Sunday was so relaxing. I was like, oh my goodness, like, I forgot what it was like to have a weekend day 
where I just like had absolutely nothing to do and I just laid in bed all day and just ate snacks like it was so great (laughs) so that was my Sunday very uneventful Monday morning I finally got my ass to a um 9 a.m yoga class that is offered at my gym's rec center I love going to yoga classes and I just really need to make the time for them more often while I can while they're free for me I think it's so important like it's so good for you. I am someone who definitely needs to work on my stretching and flexibility and mobility more. So when I go to yoga, it kind of forces me to do that for an hour, which I really like. Plus, it's a really nice way to start my morning. It's right at 9 a.m. and it's just so peaceful. And at the end, you get to like lay in corpse pose and just listen to the relaxing music. So it's a very zen start to my day. It really just like gets me centered and ready for my day. So I loved getting um, my yoga out of the way Monday morning, but then Monday night was the final March Madness game. And like I said, as y'all know, UConn won. It was such a good game. Like we were very comfortably in the lead for most of the game. And then in the last, like, I want to say the last 15 minutes of the game, San Diego started like creeping up on us low key, but We never let them get ahead. We still, you know, won with a very good lead. So as you guys can imagine, it was absolute chaos, like I said. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love chaos. I am all for chaos. But it was not just chaos. It was destructive. Like, it was a full riot. Everyone was tearing down every lamppost on campus. They were ripping up the trees and setting them on fire. They were, like, ripping benches out of the ground. People were literally buying, like, gallons of gasoline in preparation to quote-unquote celebrate. Like, how do you celebrate your school by tearing it down? I don't know. But, like, people were throwing lampposts through the buildings. They were ripping up all the signs off the street and, like, throwing them in the lake. People were, like, swimming in the lakes, which are so disgusting up here. They were taking couches out of the building and setting them on fire. This one guy literally had a lamppost, like, fall on him, and he just, like, knocked the fuck out. Just, like, on the ground, out, cold. A mess everywhere. The cops were arresting people left and right, etc., etc. Like, it was, like I said, a full riot. Like, people were just being so destructive, and I don't understand how that's, like, seen as a celebration, honestly. Like, How are you celebrating a school's victory by just, like, completely trashing it and then having to make, like, those poor workers, like, clean it all up? And, like, I'm sure so much money is going to get thrown into that, too, so everyone's tuition is going to go up from that. But I don't know. I mean, I'm graduating. I'm getting out of here. I was actually talking about this with my coworker yesterday. Like, I wonder how many people are going to get, like, expelled before graduation or like told they can't walk or something like how does that work with like if you're a senior because we're graduating in like four weeks I think oh my god I'm graduating four weeks oh my god I can't think about that anyway like how do they punish you for it I don't know but then they sent out this like threatening email a couple days ago saying like we're going through all of the security footage like even News 8 was there. Like, a news channel was recording this. I don't know. Even the cops, like, had their phone out recording everyone's faces. So they are going through and they're going to, like, arrest everyone, expel everyone. It was chaotic. But that was Monday night. 
then um me and my friend and a couple of her um her boyfriend's friends ended up just coming back to my apartment and we just hung out for a while here and then everyone went home and I got really good sleep after that because that was a lot for me like I said like going out three times come on I know two of them are basketball games but like you're still pre-gaming the basketball game and you're like you're going crazy when you're there like it's school spirit you know how it is so obviously Tuesday morning I don't think a single person went to class that day like no one canceled classes I think a couple professors did mine wasn't canceled but um no one went to class obviously (laughs) so there was a bunch of darties everyone was celebrating I ended up going to one darty only for literally half an hour because then I had to go to work so I worked Tuesday night it was fine I think there was like the homecoming celebration that night where the basketball players have their like big grand entrance you know coming back to UConn but I didn't make it to that like I said I had work but yeah after that my week pretty much chilled out um Friday yesterday I worked literally 11 and a half hours it kind of like slowly kept progressing so Friday mornings I usually work 9 to 12 nice quick little shift but then I ended up switching a shift I was going to cover with my co-worker so I was going to cover a 12 to 7 so I was going to work 9 to 7 fine then Thursday night comes along and it's literally like I think 7 30 p.m and one of my co-workers was like I have the flu I can't open tomorrow like no one else can cover me like can you please cover for me mind you the gym opens at 5 a.m so I would have to get there at 4 45 to do like all the opening things get them out of the way so I would have to leave my apartment by 4 30 which means I would have to wake up at 3 30 a.m <laughs> so I honestly I was like such a bitch about it at first I was like didn't want to but like what was I gonna do like not let the gym open so I did it I woke up at 3 30 in the morning I got there for 4 45 and all my like coworkers were appreciative of it my manager was being so nice to me yesterday which I appreciated so much but then honestly once I was there like it really wasn't bad it was fine like Duncan was open early so I was able to get Duncan for my shift I was able to get Subway for lunch like I love Subway so much I don't know why it's making a comeback for me but like like chef's kiss it is just so good so it really wasn't bad plus working front desk at a gym like I really didn't have to do much you know just like helping out customers sitting behind the desk I got a lot of homework done so like I can't complain plus my manager let me out early anyway which I was really appreciative of so it wasn't bad now we are here after all of that it is saturday morning oh i should have mentioned yes i'm recording on saturday it's coming up a day late only because i was gonna record thursday night and then when i realized (laughs) i had to wake up for 3 30 and work all day i was like fuck this i am not about to record an hour podcast i'm getting my ass to bed so that's why i didn't have it up yesterday but nonetheless like i said we are here i survived the week now Today, I'm actually, after this podcast, going to quickly get ready and visit family because it's Easter tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Let me try that again. It's Easter tomorrow. (laughs) So I am working on Easter, so I won't be able to visit them tomorrow. So I'm going to celebrate today and see everyone. It's also my grandpa's birthday today, I just remembered. So that's exciting. But yeah, 
I think I have talked plenty about myself and plenty about my week. I'm sure you guys are sick about hearing that UConn won the final four (laughs) in March Madness. Anyway, let's get into this episode, all right? Five reasons why you should lift weights. So I'm going to start off with a little bit of a selfish one. Obviously, this first reason I'm going to get into, it is body recomp. So basically, if you don't know what that means, it's body recomposition. So you're replacing the fat with muscle, right? You're losing fat and gaining muscle. So usually when people do body recomposition, they're not really gaining or losing a huge amount of weight. Usually it's just a couple pounds difference, if anything. I know for me personally, I haven't really like gained or lost any weight, but my body looks a lot different. It's because I have less fat on me and I have more muscle. So you're going to get that nice toned look that everyone wants. You're going to have like muscle all in the right places. You're going to tone up your stomach a bit, get those glutes. Obviously, when you lift weights, you can target whatever muscle groups you want to target, you know? So like, like, I don't want to say that like you should do this for vanity reasons because that's not why I do it. But it's a benefit of it. It's a reason why if you want to, you can. It's okay to be selfish. It's okay to, you know, want to alter your physical appearance a little bit through exercise. So obviously you can lose that fat, gain some muscle, get all toned up, build your curves if you don't have any like me. And yeah, you could also lifting weights is such a great way to lose weight and keep it off because of the metabolism adaptation you get from it. So basically, when you are gaining muscle, muscle burns more calories at rest than fat does. So if you build a lot of muscle and put muscle onto your body at rest, you're going to be burning a lot more than someone who doesn't have as much muscle as you, right? So this makes it really easy to lose weight and keep the weight off because you're going to have that... um, what's it called? (laughs) So the metabolism adaptation that I just said, right? So for example, if you want to lose weight and you just start running, let's say you just run for an hour every day. Well, you're always going to have to keep running to keep the weight off because you're relying on the calories burned from running because by running, you're not gaining muscle, right? Well, if you lift weights and you do the body recomp and you're gaining muscle, you're going to have to do less to keep the weight off because you're burning more calories at rest already. You're not relying on only that one hour run every single day to burn the calories. You're already naturally burning calories more. So I think that is a pretty damn good reason. Also, since you're burning more calories at rest, that means you get to eat more, which is great because your maintenance calories will be higher. So not only are you burning more calories, keeping the weight off and still looking good with all your muscle, but you get to eat more food because of it. So like, that's just a win-win-win in my eyes. (laughs) Like, I know for me personally, I have always been someone who eats a huge amount of food just because I have a really fast amount, uh, fast metabolism. But the amount of food that I eat now that I have put some muscle on my body, I get to eat literally whatever I want. Like, I'm telling you, and I'm not just saying that just to say it. Like, I mean it. Like, I have very high maintenance calories, which for me, works so well because that means that when I cut my calories are still super high like currently right now I'm cutting and I'm still able to eat 
as much as I want in a day, which is amazing. So number one, starting off with a little vanity reason, but it's body recomp. Number two, shifting gears a little bit, is you start facing and overcoming challenges. So in the gym, obviously every day is a challenge, right? You're challenging your body. You're seeing how much weight you can push. You're failing PRs. You're hitting PRs. You're pushing for that extra rep going until failure. Um, all of that is facing a challenge and overcoming it. So you're really strengthening like your mental fortitude kind of because you're saying like, okay, I am going into this lift and I'm going to challenge myself and I'm going to overcome that challenge and succeed. So not only is that teaching you how to overcome challenges in the gym, but that translates to mental toughness outside of the gym too. So you're going to be more willing to accept challenges, more willing to face those challenges, more strong-minded, and you're going to believe in yourself more. So this is something that I really noticed when I took a step back and reflected on my mental, at like my, just my mental overall, you know, since I started weightlifting. And I realized that I have definitely become mentally stronger. I remember back in high school, I used to consider myself as someone who was very mentally weak. I was very weak-minded. And by that, I mean, I was a huge pushover. I didn't have a lot of confidence. I just wasn't mentally strong. I didn't like facing challenges because without this coming out the wrong way, like, for example, in academics, school came very easily to me. I didn't have to worry about that. In sports, I was pretty good at the sports I did, so I didn't really have to try too hard, quote unquote. Like, I mean, I was still putting all my effort in, but like, I didn't have to work 110 times harder than everyone else to get to where I was. So I didn't have a lot of challenges to challenge my mind, you know, and really, really push myself. So when I started going to the gym and I was hitting PRs, learning new techniques in the gym, correcting my form, tweaking all those little things to really maximize my sessions, I learned that I was facing challenges every day and I was overcoming challenges every day. So it really got me to this place where I'm more willing to face challenge and overcome challenge and I don't give up on things that easily. And when I fail a PR, I try again, you know? So not only, like I said, does that apply in the gym, but it translates to outside the gym too. And I've really noticed that difference. And it's a really positive difference and I'm really proud of it, honestly. So I'm more strong-minded. And like I said, when you believe in yourself more, you are able to accomplish so much more in life. I am a huge believer in mind over matter, which basically, if you think you can, you can. And I think that like I've been able to accomplish so much more since I started weightlifting because I just believe in myself more. And I think that's something that's very, very valuable and literally anyone can benefit from that. So believing yourself more kind of leads into my next point that I have is it really, really strengthens your confidence in yourself. So basically, what is confidence? Confidence is when we make a promise to ourselves and we follow through with that promise. So for example, let's say that I told myself, I'm going to finish my essay on Thursday. And Thursday comes around and I have not even started it and I just put it off until the day right before it's due. Well, I broke a promise to myself. I didn't believe in myself and I didn't execute what I told myself I was going to do. 
So who's to say that next time I tell myself I'm going to do my homework, I'm actually going to do it? Because last time I didn't believe in myself, last time I didn't follow through with that promise. Or let's give another example. Let's just say, even if it's something really minor, let's say, oh, I'm going to um, go get my nails done today, right? And then 5 p.m. rolls around and you're just laying in bed and you're like, eh, I don't really feel like going to the salon. I'll just wait until tomorrow. Well, that, that goes for anything in life, right? If you told yourself you're going to do something and then you never follow through, how are you going to trust yourself that you're going to accomplish something later? How do you believe in yourself that you're going to follow through with something next time you say you're going to do it, right? So it hurts your confidence because you're not believing in yourself as much because you're not following through with these promises. So when you overcome challenges, challenges, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's building your confidence because you're accepting that challenge and you're overcoming it and you're crushing it and you're actually accomplishing it, right? You learn that you're far more capable than you think. And again, this has to do with mind over matter. If you tell yourself you're going to do it and believe that you will, you will. For example, this morning, I didn't get my podcast out yesterday, right? I could have very easily brushed it off and just not uploaded a podcast at all this week. But no, I told myself, hey, I missed two weeks in a row the other, you know, just a few weeks ago because of spring break. And if I want my podcast to succeed and this is something that I'm actually passionate about and I care about and I want to see myself be successful in, I can't just keep, you know, missing weeks every single week for a podcast episode. Like, I need to deliver. I need to, like, follow through with that promise to myself. So I told myself I'm going to get a podcast episode up this week, and I'm doing it. It's Sunday morning. I'm congested as hell. My cough is absolutely disgusting. I'm supposed to be visiting family soon, but I told myself, no, like, I can get a podcast episode out. And then afterwards, when you do face that challenge or even if it's not a challenge even if it's just a task that you have if you do what you say you're going to do you're going to be proud of yourself right so again just like in the gym all those little goals that you have along the way maybe you added five pounds to your squat that week that week or you pushed out one more set on your dumbbell incline bench right all these little things that you're accomplishing you're building your confidence. You're saying, I did something new this week. I crushed a new goal. I accomplished that goal. I tried something new. I was able to achieve it. You're going to be proud of yourself. Just like in the gym, you're proud of yourself for building muscle. You're proud of yourself for creating that routine. You're going to, it's going to translate outside of the gym too. Also, with like tying back to my first point, body recomp, obviously it's going to bring you confidence because like physical confidence, you're working for your body, you worked for your results. So yes, it's going to give you that physical confidence as well, but it's not just all about the physical results that you're getting. Personally, I've been working out since January 21. It's currently April 23. And I'm sure that to other people, maybe my body doesn't look all that different. Maybe, you know, when I'm walking around in my sweatshirt and sweatpants that I normally wear, like, you don't see anything different from me, right? But I know that since I'm working for my body and I feel better because of it, it's giving me that confidence because I know that I built muscle. I know that every single day I'm getting to the gym, right? I'm moving my body. I'm working for myself. And it's giving me not just physical confidence, but it's just giving me that overall confidence in myself that, hey, I work for myself. I have a consistent routine. And that's something else that the gym gives you as well is obviously 
going to the gym for an hour every day, you need to find time for the gym. So you're going to create a better routine for yourself. You're going to be better at time management. And these are all just things that are positive benefits, positive side effects, just because you're working out regularly in the week, you're gaining all of this from it. I didn't add that as a point, but that's definitely another benefit of weightlifting is the time management and is that routine. I found that I I used to be someone who struggled a lot with time management because I just didn't have that many things to do in the day. But now that I do carve out time every day for the gym, I found that I have such a better routine down, I have such a better schedule, and I have a much better grasp on time management just because I know I need to be good at that skill, right? So that's another benefit you get from it. Number four, I know I'm moving through these kind of quickly, but I feel like they're just topics that I don't necessarily need to harp on too much. But number four, later in life, you will be far less prone to injuries. Okay, so obviously, not only does lifting build muscle, but it also strengthens your bones, okay? It increases your bone density. And this is extremely important because... Later in life, obviously, we know osteoporosis, osteopenia, these are things that are very common in the elderly population, especially in women. So by weightlifting when you're younger and you're more able, you know, in your younger, more limber self, is that a word limber? You know, like, you know, you're agile, flexible, move, you're able to move a lot. If you weightlift now and you strengthen your bones now and increase that density, then you have a very low chance of developing osteoporosis when you're older. Or even if you're not going to have weak bones when you're old, like super weak bones when you're older, let's say you fall. Having an accident and falling is so extremely common in elderly populations. And not just that, but a number one, I think like the number one, I can't remember that statistic, but I know that it's a super high chance of like breaking a hip, breaking a knee, needing a cane, needing surgery, spending all of these mon- all this money on medical procedures just because you had weak bones and you fell and you broke something. So if you strengthen your bone density now and like while you're young, that's going to last you all the way until your later years when you're 60, 70, 80, 90. Let's say you do fall. Well, you're going to have strong bones, so you're not going to need to, you know, haul all this money into hospital expenses. So that's another thing, too. You're going to be saving money down the line on procedures and surgeries because you're going to have healthy bones and strong muscles. I know I touched on saying you won't be needing a cane later. This is actually um, a story that I heard on the Mind Pump podcast where one of the trainers one of the hosts of the podcast, all of them have been trainers in their life. And one of them was saying that he had this old woman who she was very hunched over, rounded shoulders, rounded upper back, poor posture, and she relied heavily on a cane. So through slow and steady training with him, you know, starting by just like sitting down and standing up in a chair or like picking up the chair up and down, right? They were eventually able to progress to the point where not only do they correct her posture and have her shoulders sit back as they should, one day she left her cane at the gym and did not even realize. So she she didn't even need the cane anymore because she was able to strengthen her muscles and her bones so much that her body got stronger. And this is, was a woman who was, I don't remember her exact age, but 
she was in her elderly years. So I just thought that that was like so groundbreaking to me that like it's never too late in life, but you don't want to let yourself get to that point, right? You want to prevent that point. So I thought that was a very powerful story and it resonated a lot with me and I feel like it should resonate with you too where look look at the benefits. Like look at how that woman w- went from hunched over relying on a cane to having a much better posture and literally forgetting that she even like was using it. I think that's just absolutely amazing. So not only are you going to, you know, save money on all these hospital bills, but you're not going to get hurt as easily. And in turn, it's going to increase your quality of life in your later years. Because if you're spending your 80s in and out of the hospital all the time, you know, chucking all of your retirement money into these hospital bills, you're constantly in pain, you're on all these medications, that's that's not fun, you know? And like, that's not what old age should be either, right? We should still be healthy in our later years. So the fact that weightlifting can prevent like years of surgery and pain and discomfort, that is just absolutely like, like I said, it's like mind blowing to me. So I think that is extremely, extremely valuable. Number five, the last one, like I said, I know it went by quickly. It was a lot of catch up this episode, but I hope you guys don't mind. (laughs) The last one I'm going to touch on is muscle memory. So basically what muscle memory is, is that if you take a break from weightlifting and then come back to it, you will bounce back really quickly because your muscles have a memory. It's just like it is in the term. They remember that movement. They remember that pattern. They remember that style and they will be able to bounce back and gain their strength that much easier because they're used to that pattern of movement. So for example, let's say you go on vacation for two weeks, right? And you don't work out at all. You will lose next to no progress and come back with your strength so much, like so easy. Unlike other forms of exercise, that doesn't happen in other forms of exercise. So for example, I'll take up running again. So if you don't run for two weeks, then it's going to take you a lot more to get that back that skill, right? Whereas if you don't weightlift for two weeks, usually within a couple days, you're right back at 100%. Muscle also takes, I want to say the number is one-seventh, which is very low. Muscle takes one-seventh of the effort to maintain it as it does to build it, okay? So, that, what does that mean? That means that your strength is going to be maintained throughout your life. So let's say right now you train weight resist, um, resistance training, weightlifting, you know, six days a week, every single week. Then let's say, you know, you start to have a kid, you're married, you have a full-time job, and you take it down to two days a week. You are still going to be able to make progress on those two days a week which is insane. That's all you need. All you need is two or three days a week of weightlifting and you can make insane progress. And like I said, it's going to maintain and last throughout your life. Again, this is something I got from the Mind Pump podcast, but they they call it old man strength. And I think this is such a real thing. So for example, like, do you guys ever see like, or I'm sure you do. It's like, you know, when you need to move furniture or you need to have, you know, something heavy lifted who helps you? Your dad, right? Maybe even your grandpa steps in and your grandpa is able to help or your uncle, you know, all of these older men. So why, why are they so strong? You know, maybe they have like the beer gut, maybe they haven't worked out in 20 years. 
they're not into like they're not as fit as they used to be that strength does not go away okay so I know again I'll use the example that I get from mind pump one of the hosts his grandpa was insanely strong and not only that but he had this crazy endurance he was able to work outside all day long doing heavy labor and, and barely feel anything from it whereas the host was saying that he was like I think 16 or 18 at the time doing the labor with his grandpa and he should be the one you know kicking his grandpa's ass but he could barely keep up with him and why is that it's because his grandpa all his life had this heavy labor job you know that he was working at every day working outside constantly lifting heavy things and even though he's never stepped foot in a gym before and he doesn't work out anymore he maintained that strength just because of his job that he had all those years so that just proves you know that proves to show that if you're working out consistently while you're at this age now it's going to translate in your later life and it really really will stick with you you're going to avoid so many health problems down the line not just physical health problems but mental as well so you're going to be less prone to um cognitive decline so for example um you know examples like dementia so when you're overcoming challenges every day that's also a workout for your mind right you're building your mental strength so when you're actively using your mind every day and you're actively challenging it and pushing it to work your mind is just like a muscle so the more you work your muscle the stronger it gets the more you work your mind the same thing happens so as long as you're working your mind while you're young you are going to be very much less prone to cognitive decline and these cognitive um you know ailments that people get in their later life because they're not working their mind enough you know that's why like after you retire you don't have to think at a job all day a lot of people just let their mind go and that's why they're seeing these negative effects with their cognitive state because they're not using it so the more you use your mind and body now the more it's going to forgive you when you're older and it's going to treat you well. Like I said, I know that was very quick, but I feel like I packed a lot of really, really valuable information in this episode. Short and sweet, nice and concise. On that note, I'm going to start getting ready to visit my family and my grandparents. So thank you guys so much for listening this week. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give a five-star review and a little written review if you're on Spotify, you can also rate it five stars if you would like. Um, you can find this podcast on Instagram at interactive.podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at angelar.fit. And you can check out all of my links that are linked down in the show notes. So I got the Instagrams down there. I got my link tree. Go check it all out. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. And I will see you guys next Friday. Bye, guys.